0: This is Friday, April 29th, and growing up in Miami, I had the privilege of being a part of a campus life group. Youth for Christ had clubs in nearly all of the public high schools in Dade County. Our club had a paid staff person. That guy tracked with the kids in my high school, Miami Palmetto Senior High. We had club meetings every week that were similar to church youth group meetings. Almost 200 people would show up from my high school each week for these meetings. They were filled with games and drama and times for Bible study together. I remember once that a guy attended from a local Catholic high school. He was invited to our club meeting. You see, there was no club organized for his school, and he was not a believer in Jesus. Within a few weeks of attending, he came to faith in Christ. What happened? He experienced the beauty of Christian community. He was drawn toward Christ, and when he saw how the members of the club loved each other and shared life together, he was drawn in too. As we look at our city, I'm not sure we see the power of loving community to reach people and to show them that Jesus is alive. Listen to the way the book of Acts speaks about the gospel spreading. This is Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. And they, that's the first believers, dedicated themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings, and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple courts together, and breaking bread in their homes, they received food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved." Now, we're being told by Luke, who wrote the book of Acts, what took place as the first congregation of believers began forming in Jerusalem. They didn't aim to change the city or even to reach people. It was a consequence of their life of this new community of faith. The apostles kept teaching about Jesus. The people began sharing their lives with each other and opening their homes to each other and giving to each other as the needs arose. Here was the power of loving community to show forth the love of Jesus. Indeed, Jesus was right when he said that all people would know that you are mine if you will love one another. It wasn't magic. It wasn't a church growth strategy. It was love. Notice how they shared life in common. Here is that thick network of relationships we learned about yesterday. Acquaintances became friends, and soon they were treated like family. Sandy and I have experienced this bond in the body of Christ, this sharing of lives and strengthening of bonds, the bonds of friendship. In the presence of your family, what is mine is yours, and you're willing to share with me. We often see this in the life of our church. Someone steps forward to help a brother or sister make a down payment on a home. Someone brings a meal over when, you're, when a person is discharged from the hospital. Others are welcomed into your life and come to share food at your table. This is what this student saw all those years ago at our Campus Life Club. We often hung out at one person's house. We prayed for each other when struggles came and showed up when needs were there. I mentioned this student that came to faith in Christ in my group because I have now known him and shared friendship with him for over 40 years. Our enduring friendship resulted from the love of Christ shared in community. I think all of us desire our city to be changed by the gospel. But this can only take place as we give time to relationships with each other, and as we see our community grow and flourish. In this sense, the way we serve Christ means Putting relationships first, taking the time to invest in those around us, and just spending time together, hanging out together. You see, the love of Christ at work in our church is a powerful magnet, drawing people toward God. It is, that is as it should be. This means that giving ourselves to Jesus means investing in community where you are. How do we do this? How should we think about this? we can always be inviting others a little closer in. That means strangers soon become acquaintances. Acquaintances are invited into deeper friendship. And friends become like family in the body of Christ. We often find that belonging comes before believing. That is, as people come to belong to a community, they come to understand how the community is shaped. They learn what the gospel is all about and they see Jesus, and they come to him. As I read about how the first congregation grew, I am challenged to always be inviting people further into relationship. I hope you will take up that challenge too as we think about our, our, our mission here in the city of Miami. Let's pray. Faithful and gracious Father, thank you for inviting us to come to you, for making room for us in your family you call us your daughters and your sons. Teach us how to love the people that you place around us and to make room for them in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.